Welcome to episode 7 of the Roundabout Town podcast. My name is Kevin Boniface and I've worked as a postman in West Yorkshire for over 25 years. Throughout this time I've kept a journal of my experiences in the hope that writing things down will somehow make them more comprehensible. I'm not sure it's worked. Episode 7, Union Jack Buncases. At the newsagents, the woman behind the counter tells me they've got a new supplier of flapjack. She says not to worry though because the new stuff looks dead nice. The tall, thin woman with the Highland Terrier under her arm says, Oh, super, Union Jack bun cases. And across the road, under the Budlier in the park, the police are pouring away litre bottles of White Star Cider. Where's your cap, lad? It's trying to rain, says Mr Briggs, in between puffs on his briar. At the house on the corner of the estate, the man in his sixties is admiring his new St George Cross windsock, while at the bus stop, an elderly woman with a shopping cart pulls down her face mask to have a long drag on a cigarette. I'm going to pretend to be a dog, shouts the man who always smells of weed from behind the front door of number 16 and he barks loudly at me through the letterbox. A man in chalois chemise with a toilet seat under his arm is having a row about parking spaces with a fat, bald man with no shirt on and ketchup around his mouth. The man with the Father Christmas bag for life is hugging a spaniel. Dry gravel crunches under my feet, the starlings gather in the trees above, and I swallow my first fly of the season as two considerable ladies with brooches and belts and heavy foundation pass me in a fog of something heavy by Yves Saint Laurent. They're talking. I know if I get out of the hairdressers for quarter past I'll be alright. A man with a ginger beard is erecting a teepee in unbleached canvas on the grass at the bottom of the flats, while two other men stage a fight with cudgels and large shields. A group of three spectators lines the railings, a teenage couple in tracksuits smoking cigarettes, and a man in a baseball cap, tracksuit and bandana who is sipping beer from a can and fondling his genitals. Three red-faced, grey-haired men in gold wire-rimmed specks and faded anoraks are smoking on the doorstep of the pub. Next door, at the ice cream parlour, three girls in t-shirts and sweatpants sit at a chrome table on the pavement sipping smoothies and eating sorbet. At the primary school office, a queue behind a woman with a budgerigar in her handbag and a man wearing a keep calm and eat pussy t-shirt. Ducks and Buddhas and Primulas and Fairies and Gnomes and Robins and Cats with Binoculars and Primulas and Hedgehogs and Camellias and Dandelions and Daffodils and Holly and Flowering Currants and Ducks and Primulas and the Mole wearing glasses coming out of a pot. On the main road just down from the house called the Britvik at number 55, an elderly man with a pull-along shopping cart and thick plastic rim specs stops me. He's mad, isn't he? he says. Who? I ask. That silly man from the government who says we can live on £53 a week. I think he must be bloody mental. And that footballer, they've all gone bloody mental. I bump into Johnny. He's petting that beautiful Burmese cat in Warnford Road. 
He says he thinks it's so fine looking it could probably win Crufts even though it isn't even a dog. Out in the sticks a pair of frogs are in amplexus on the steps of the house that once featured on TV's Grand Designs programme and a sparrowhawk has killed a wood pigeon on Mr and Mrs Mitchell's driveway. In Bradford, Craig helps me unload my wagon. He throws himself at a fully loaded roll container and as it starts moving, he lowers his grip on the handles until he's lying at a 30 degree angle with his legs stretched out behind him. The weight of the container drags him down the tail lift. His steel toe caps throw off sparks as they bounce across the ridged steel. His momentum carries him the full width of the landing and through the rubber doors into the segging area. It makes a tremendous noise and everyone cheers loudly. I cycle home for the first time since I worked the late shift almost 20 years ago and as I ride down Heaton Road I remember the man I always used to see there walking towards me. He was about 35 to 40 with a moustache, a beanie hat and a tracksuit top and jeans. Because we saw each other every night we started to acknowledge each other, just a cursory nod as we passed. After a while, this developed into a polite evening and a small salute-style wave. After several years, things evolved into a full sweep of the arm above the head, accompanied by a loud, How do? Eventually, I pulled over for a chat. He told me about his catering business, how he goes to his mates for a beer every night, but never drinks and drives. How he used to have a fruit and veg shop and the Biz Miller down the road used to nick his rotten cauliflowers to make barges and was eventually shut down by health and safety. How he makes his own paneer, how he gets his milk delivered by the churn, and how he makes a lovely capsicum chicken dish, and how does he do it all for between only 3.75 and 7.50 per head. He invited me to his next function, providing I took my car. He said he was fed up with having to drive his guests home after they'd had too much to drink. I can't remember why I didn't go. This episode of Roundabout Town was written and produced by me, Kevin Boniface, at Westview Study Centre for no good reason, with original music by Kevin and Edie Boniface. Roundabout Town is published in paperback by Uniform Books. My collection of short stories, sports and social, will be published in September by Blue Moose Books. Please like and subscribe.